All right, Mark Munoz. <laughs> What's up, Kenny? What's up, man? <laughs> it's uh, I'm glad that you were able to take time out of your schedule and yeah, come here today. Yeah, man. Thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah, no, no problem, man. No yeah. problem, dude. Yeah, it's uh, it is an early morning uh recording, so <laughs> yeah. you know, I appreciate you uh getting out of bed. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I had my alarm set, but it didn't go off. You know, for some reason, I don't know. I had it. I had it. I I texted to you. Remember? So oh, texted, oh, that, oh, that I was from this morning. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was from last night. No, I texted oh. you the alarm last night that uh-huh. I turned it on, and uh-huh. for some reason it was like turned off this morning. I was like, "Oh shoot!" So, anyways, I pre I now now appreciate, but I I apologize for uh, for being no there. no dude. It's not a big, <laughs> what am I gonna do about it? What am I gonna do about it? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hey man, so. Up, update update me on your life, man. Like, what what have you been up to as of late? Ah, oh, man, I just been coaching a lot, man. Coaching a lot. Been, um, you know, uh, been doing. I've 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 done military tours all around the world, teaching military men and women to uh, do hand to hand combat. Um, been to man all like all the continents except Antarctica, you know. So <laughs> been doing that. Um, I have my wrestling club. Um, Rain Wrestling Club. I've been coaching, coaching there for man a long time. I have man over uh, 250 kids part of my club. So um, that, and then I have my my wrestling camps, West Coast wrestling camps um, that I do every year. And now uh, people are hiring me for clinics. You know that yeah yeah that I'm I'm just doing in seminars. I actually have a seminar uh, coming up. Uh, in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So with uh, one of my kids that actually um, used to wrestle for me, his mom works for UFC gym. So, uh, so I'm going out there, but yeah, I just been coaching, man. I've been coaching. I train, I coach at, I, I coach at the training lab uh, where, you know, the likes of uh, TJ Dillashaw, Cub Swanson, uh, Jose Torres. Um, uh, and it's just a bunch of, bunch of little fighters <laughs> yeah you yeah. know i'm like man where's all the big guys at you know but uh but yeah i coached there and um and uh yeah i just just been coaching a lot man it's kind of funny because those guys are savages and you're like but yeah. you're like yeah the little fighters <laughs> yeah, the little guys. i mean i'm like yeah, i want to scrap too man yeah. like I'm, I'm like 100 pounds bigger than them yeah yeah <laughs> it's just funny to hear you know yeah he's a little guys yeah. that's cool man yeah. i know that you were planning a trip we had spoken before about oh, yeah. about Tajikistan. Yep. Well, I know that it got delayed, but what was yeah. that about? Tajikistan is a trip I've been involved with uh, FCA Wrestling with uh, Carl Perry. FC Wrestling? FCA. So Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Okay, got wrestling. it. Um, so we were going to go to Tajikistan, and um, I was going to do some uh, uh, hand-to-hand combat and some MMA uh, seminars over there, and... You know, we were going to, um, you know, just just if we had the opportunity, mm-hmm. preach the gospel, but love on them. You know, so yeah. uh, we were going to uh, go out there and and um, I was going to give them my testimony about how I got saved, um, and uh, you know, if the opportunity arose, and um, our guy Vitali is on the ground there, and he's uh, been doing a lot of ministry out there, mm-hmm. and uh, he, uh, if he gave us the green light. Dude, I would have been like, okay, let's go, you know. Would have been talking about my life and how I gave my life to to Jesus and uh, and everything. So, um, 
was going to was going to do that but um it got postponed so uh looking to go um October 14th through the 21st now so okay yeah Oh, okay. Because <clears throat> I was going to crack a joke about that's a bullet dodged right there. But no, you're so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, right? wait, how, how, did, how did a country that remote, I mean, that's remote, look, obviously from an arrogant American standpoint, right? Because yeah. America yeah. is the center of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But how, did, how does a country like Tajikistan get on the map for you guys to go, hey, let's go here? Uh, so, so, through um, FCA Wrestling, this guy named Vitali actually went out there and started doing missions out there. Um, and, uh, is that the guy I met <clears throat> from North Carolina? So yeah, that's, that's Carl Perry. Carl Perry came here. Okay. And, um, you know, so we were, you know, trying to raise, raise funds to uh -huh. be able to go on this trip. And so he, uh, came out and just, you know, spoke about the trip and spoke about, you know, if, if, if you're inclined to, you know, make a donation, it's tax deductible, blah, blah, blah. You know, and so he came out and um, wanted to see if anybody would be interested, you know. So, um, and uh, he's a man, man. He uh, he wrestled for Illinois. Um, he is a national champ as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and dude's a bad dude. He's yeah. a bad dude, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's going to come alongside me and, and uh, he goes, hey, man. I don't know any kung fu, man, but uh, <laughs> but I can show some wrestling. I said for sure, man, for sure. So, but like he's he's hilarious, man. He's funny. Yeah, yeah, I could tell he's a funny dude. Yeah, he's yeah. funny, man. He's hilarious. That, that's cool, man. Because yeah. yeah, I've never even heard of that country before. I heard of Tajikistan, <laughs> yeah. right? That's from uh, yeah. Khabib. Goes oh, yeah, yeah. So so no, uh, Kazakhstan, right? So there's all the stans, right? There's Kazakhstan, Turkmenistan, Afghanistan. Tajikistan, you know, there's all the stands, right? Yeah. And they're all in kind of the same area, you know? Uh -huh. So, um, if you were to look at the map, it, it's, you know, kind of, kind of Middle East, kind of mm -hmm. heading towards Asia a little bit, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's where it's at. Yeah. And, and the language out there, is that Arabic out there or Farsi? Um, it's, it's Arabic, but there's, they have their own language called Tajik as well. Okay. Yeah. So all right, yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. No, that that's. Yeah. I remember when you first mentioned it. That sounds like a pretty intense situation. Because I mean, you're yeah. going out there. Yep. Um, I'm assuming it's like considered remote, right? Like, I mean, yeah, it is remote. Out. It is remote, and uh, predominantly Muslim. Um, so it's uh, actually it's pretty much all Muslim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, I mean, it was gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, actually, I'm still planning to go out there. So, okay. um, I want to go out there, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I'll be with you in the spirit. There you go. There you go. <laughs> need prayers, man. Definitely yeah. need prayers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So wrestling's a big sport out there. I'm yeah. Guessing. It's huge. I mean, wrestling's big worldwide, man. I mean, shoot, in a lot of countries, wrestling is like really big, you know? So in that, in that kind of like area, I mean, Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan, like wrestling is like pretty big, especially in Iran. I mean, it's like, uh, the the wrestlers out there are like our heroes, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy, like how how it's uh how it's just like amazing. Um, sorry, my phone is going off. That's all good. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's just uh, wrestling. Wrestling out there is huge, for sure. So, speaking of wrestling, you got to share the story of how you got into wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you and I have talked about it over the years. We've known each other a long time, and we've yeah. talked like you know in passing or funny story anecdotal stories sure, whatever yeah. 
But what you weren't one of these kids that like started wrestling at four years old, right? No, nothing like that. No. How, how did your How did your wrestling story begin? So yeah, I I um, <clears throat> in eighth grade I ran into um, you know so so when you're when you're in elementary school, right? So when you're in elementary school, and I started playing football in the fourth grade. Um, and just loved football. I mean, I was playing both ways, and I was like, man, I'm going to be a football player, watch the San Francisco 49ers because I'm from the Bay Area, you know? So I was like, man, Joe Montana, Roger Craig, Tom Rathman, Jerry Rice, James Taylor. I was like, I mean, John Taylor, James Taylor. I listened to James Taylor (laughs) on the way here. But uh, John Taylor, I'm like, Ronnie Lott. So I was like, man, these dudes, man, I want to be a San Francisco 49er. So... Um, I was 49ers, like everything. Um, but uh, one day a friend of mine uh, <clears throat> who's a wrestler in the eighth grade, he goes, hey, Munoz, man, you should you should wrestle. I'm like, nah, man. You guys wear tight leotards and touch each other in funny <laughs> places, man. I'm cool with that. And then he's like, what? You think that's funny? I go, no, nah, man, that's just what you do, homie. I'm I'm just going to keep playing I'm a man. Football. There's a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep playing football and – and basketball, man, that's what I do. He goes, I bet you I can take you down in 10 seconds. I said, yeah, right, homie. Look, you're barely, you're barely 100 pounds soaking wet. And in the eighth grade, I was like, I was, I was pretty big. I was five foot six, five foot seven, like towering over my, you know, smaller guy, smaller friends. <clears throat> I was 150 pounds. I'm like, bro, you ain't going to take me down, homie. Like, I'm 50 pounds bigger than you, man. Like, Wait, can I just say something for the record? Yeah. That's bigger than me right now. <laughs> I, I, I'm 5'6", and I think I'm 145 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was a big I was a big kid. But I was 13, right? And uh, he's like, yeah, man, you should do it. I'm like, nah, man. Oh, no, I'm, I'm cool. He goes, I go, man, shoot. He goes, he goes uh, I bet you I can take you down in 10 seconds. I said, yeah, right, bro. You can't take me down. I said, I said, come on, man. So I was like, what's up? So we were in the, like the quad in mm-hmm. in our school at Solano Junior High. And uh, I break down in my stance. I'm wiggling my fingers at him like, yeah, what's up, homie? What you got? <laughs> right? Bro, he shoots in in a double leg, picks me up, slams me on my back. And I've been wearing a tight leotard ever since. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, if it gave me superpowers like that, I want it. But it's not called a leotard. It's called a singlet. So Sing- yeah. yeah, it's called a singlet. <laughs> but anyways, um, Man, uh, ever since then, I'm like, dang, I, I, shoot, if it could do that for James, man, like, I, I, I want to get into it. So, so I asked my parents, I go, Mom, Dad, uh, uh, I want to wrestle. And then my dad goes, huh, you want to wrestle, huh? Okay, you're going to wrestle the first day and the last day and every day in between. You're going to make a commitment. I go, okay. And I didn't know what he was, like, saying, but, like. He probably knew it was hard. He probably knew it was hard, yeah. <laughs> So, so I go to practice and, um, we're running around the room, you know, and then, uh, coach says, all right, guys, dance in motion. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know what he's talking about. I'm like, you know, what am I, how do these guys stand? I'm trying to look around, trying to see how they're standing and how they're moving. And I'm like, okay. And I'm trying to like put my knee on the ground. Like they do like shots and stuff. I'm like, Ah oh, man, this is so foreign to me, man. I never moved like this before. And then um, he goes, "All right, guys, get a partner." And he starts showing techniques, you know, like and he showed a double leg, um, like what James did to me in the in the quad. I'm like, "Oh yeah, 
this dude, all right, cool. <laughs> I can't wait to do this back to James, right? So I'm shooting a double leg, boom, and I'm taking him down. And I'm, you know, I'm like faking, like tying it up and faking, taking him down. And I'm like, oh, yeah, heck yeah, dude. I can't wait to do this to James, right? And then for, I think it was like, I think it was like a half hour or so, the coach goes, all right, guys, time to go live. And I'm like, live? I am alive. What does that mean, right? And then James, my, 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 my homie, my friend, he goes, no, live means he's going to put us in the situation and we just, we have to go live from there. Like, we wrestle like 100%. I go, oh, I got you, man. All right. So then the coach goes, all right, number one guy, you got the double leg. Number two guy, um, you're going live, right? And uh, this guy, this guy, Brett, gets in on my legs, and I'm like, oh, wait, the coach never taught me defense, <laughs> you know, no defense. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, wait, what do I do from here, right? He picks me up and slams me, cross-faces me. My nose starts bleeding. I'm like, and my lips were bleeding, and I'm like, oh, no, heck no, I don't like this, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fighting. I'm trying to grab his leg. He's still cross-facing me, half of me to my back. And I'm like, nah, man. This, uh, this is not this is not the business, man. So anyways. It's a little um, personal. It's a personal sport. Yeah, man. I'm like, dude. And he's like on top of me, like cross-facing me both sides. I'm like, does this dude got something against me, man? Like, I'm a whoop. I'm a I'm a whooping when I get on top of him, right? <laughs> anyways. Uh <laughs> Long story short, I'm like, I don't know if I, I want to wrestle anymore, right? I'm home, right? Wait, wait. I, I, how many how many sessions did it take for one. you? One. <laughs> one. One practice. Okay. So anyways, I'm home, right? Uh, no, school ends and there's practice. I walk home, right? And usually when I walk home, I mean, it's, it's about a mile away, right? So mm -hmm. I walk home and... And usually my, my, my dad is working, you know, <laughs> my parents are working and, uh, I get home and I see my dad's car. I was like, Oh shoot, my dad's home. Oh dang. I'm going to try to sneak in. Right. So I snuck in and my dad said, who's here? Who's here? I go, Oh shoot. And, uh, cause I knew what he, what he, what he said. Right. And so he goes, Mark, what are you doing here? Hey, isn't wrestling practice going on? I go, ah, uh, dad, uh, <laughs> dang, dad, uh, I don't want to wrestle anymore. He goes, what? What? What did I tell you? Right? <laughs> he took me by the arm, like, and, like, drug me to the car, opened up the door, threw me in the car, shut the door, got in the car, starts driving. I'm like, dad, you don't understand, dad. And he goes, no, I told you. You made a commitment. You're going to keep wrestling. Right, he drives to the school, drags me by the arm, presents me in front of the coach, and says, "Hey, Coach Minhan, Mark Munoz is here. See you later." Walks out the door. I'm like, "Dang, this dude just dropped me off here. Like, I don't want to be here." Right? And I'm still sore from yesterday. <laughs> yeah, man, my lip is all like big, and my nose is still like, I'm like, man, I got a black eye, whatever. I, I'm like, Dad, you don't understand. He goes, "Nope, you finish what you start." And Coach Minahan comes up to me. He goes. Hey, what's going on, Munoz? I go, ah, oh, coach, I don't want to wrestle anymore. And he goes, all right, why don't you go with this guy? <laughs> you know, so he just <laughs> put me with some guy. And I'm like, all right, whatever. But anyways, I just, I, I mean, I had to show up. I mean, I had to be there. And so 
every day it was like a it was a hard it was hard to show up but i went and uh later on it just started getting better and better i started learning stuff and and then uh yeah Wait, real man. quick before you yeah. go further yeah when you when you were there how did your cardio hold up did your bat did your did it transfer over from the other sports or were you exhausted no i was exhausted man like <laughs> it was it was bad it was <laughs> so bad i mean see you you know because you asked the question you know so i mean it's a totally different conditioning you yeah know? it's like whole body like it's like you know and it's like try holding a weight like a heavy weight for like for like a minute you know? yeah i mean it's and sprinting like getting that anaerobic yeah. uh yeah lactic acid and going. moving you know so it's 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 yeah it's a different shape and so uh yeah i mean i noticed that right away you know i was like oh dang even like moving in my stance i'm like because we're <laughs> i mean we're we're human beings right we we stand upright we don't crouch down in our stance and start moving you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. for like a long time for long periods of time you know yeah. i was like ah oh, dude my butt my hamstrings my legs i'm like dang this is a different type of conditioning <laughs> man so anyways yeah it's 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 crazy the amount of cardiovascular conditioning you got to be in for wrestling yeah but i mean wrestling is a it's a sport where you know you got to have the mind of a chess player you know uh the agility of a of a of a track athlete you got to have you know the strength of a weightlifter you know the big weightlifter you got to have um you know i mean it's 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 all encompassing like like it's like a whole athlete like you got to have all those things and to be able to apply what you learn technically to people i mean it's yeah it's it's a cool sport man i love it yeah the, yeah. Were you always because I know to get to the level that you got it to become a <clears throat> champion, you had to uh, um, put a lot of time in. Mm -hmm. Were you always that obsessive over sports? Because I think a person would you agree that they have to be obsessive yep. to become a champion? Yeah. Are you I, like that even I before? Like, yeah, I was like that. Um, so whatever I got into, I I got into like I I was doing it all the time. So my sister, here's another thing. I'm you probably don't know, but. My sister played volleyball, club volleyball, when she was um, she was older, and she was driving, and my parents worked, and so I had to tag along with her because she was babysitting me, you know, basically. So, so I I, you know, I tagged along to her volleyball practices, her club volleyball volleyball practices, and I'd be watching, and then I would just they were like, hey Mark, can you you want to um, shag the balls for us? And I would like pick up the balls and put it in the basket, you know, and stuff, and then and then uh, um. And then when they were like practicing, I would like pick up a ball and try to do what they, what everybody else was doing, setting the ball, spiking it, you know, passing it. And then I'm becoming pretty good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then my sister, like, you know, she played in this, um, she played in this uh, summer league called, uh, uh, it was a, it was a church outreach um, called, uh, called campus crusades uh volleyball tournament you know so it was a volleyball tournament in the summer that um community bible church put on you know and so she she brought me out there and i was like in eighth grade so eighth grade was a big year for me yeah um so i ended up starting to play volleyball there and end up loving it and uh it 
you know, so that's, that's, uh, I was very obsessive over volleyball. So every weekend I had available, if I wasn't wrestling, I'd be playing volleyball, you know? And so all day from like the crack of, the crack of dawn to like, to like nighttime. Jeez. And we would have to turn on our, uh, uh, car headlights to have light, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, you know? And so, um, <clears throat> so yeah, I played, I played volleyball and yeah, I, uh, Got into that was very obsessive over that for sure. And now all my kids, all my kids play volleyball. My son wrestles. You know, oh yeah. So, oh yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, a, he's a he's a yeah. he's doing very well actually, isn't he? He's doing very well. He's got two years left. Um, <clears throat> he's preseason ranked number three. He was an All American last year. Uh, had a chance to um, to be in the top three, but in the semifinals, he uh, he he hurt his knee. So here is knee. He tore his he tore his MCL. Okay. So yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, he's and he had a forfeit out of the tournament. But yeah, he's a monster, man. He's he's good. Uh, this last Christmas, <clears throat> this last Christmas, uh, yeah, uh, he he goes. All right, Dad. This is the year. I go. The year for what? He goes. <laughs> I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> what? I've been waiting this day since uh, I was yeah, a kid. Yeah. I was like, oh man. Okay. All right, let's go. Boy, he whooped me, man. Uh-uh. <laughs> he whooped me, dude. He whooped me bad. I mean, I'm fatting out of shape, man. Like I, you know, and uh after that time, it was a humbling experience, man. Like my son, like, but but he was just on my head, like on my head, faking, making like snapping me down on the mat, like making me circle, like faking on me. I'm sprawling, like he's not shooting. I'm like, all right, dude, I know what you're doing to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> and it's <laughs> working, damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's working. <laughs> and so after a while, I was like, dang, how much time is on the clock? Golly. And so he, man, he got me tired and, man, had his way with me. <laughs> It was bad. It was bad. And then he goes, afterwards, he goes, Dad, just get back in shape. I said, you know how hard that is, bud? You know? <laughs> I mean, shoot. I mean, I was in shape when I was like, I had to get in shape. You know, I was training for like an event, you know, training for like, you know, for like a tournament or a dual meet for, for college or like, you know, training for, you know, the Olympic trials or whatever, you know, like I had an event. And then when I was in the UFC, I had an event. I'm retired, man. I don't have an event, <laughs> you know? And he goes, I am the event. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He goes, well, you got to wrestle me. I go, he goes, dad, just get back in shape. I said, yeah. So I, you know, so I've been training, man. I have been, I've been training and I've been, uh, you know, I just started probably about a month ago and, and, uh, you know, now it's like, man, I got, I got to change my perspective on life, man. I got to change my, you know, I've always had an event, right. To get ready for but now the event is is life with my family, you know, and yeah. being the best for them and showing up for them and and uh, putting my best foot forward for them, man. So, so we got this new thing. <laughs> it's in our garage. It's called a tonal. <laughs> tonal. That sounds familiar. Yeah. So, you you put it on the wall, and there's arms that come out, and uh, you you put different like attachments to it. You put a barbell to it. You can. Put you can put handles. Uh, you can put those that little like uh, the little tricep extension thing yeah. on there. Um, there's a lot of different attachments. There's a bench that comes along with it, 
but uh, the uh, the uh, uh, the resistance come from electromagnetic waves. So like it can tell if you're like struggling with a weight, mm-hmm. it'll take weight off as you're as you're like say you're benching. Like and I was benching, and it, it said I was benching. It said I was benching 175 pounds. I'm like, nah, man, this is wrong. But Tonal has their own like uh, way of weights. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is wrong, bro. I I bench more than this, right? Mm-hmm. I don't bench 175. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, like trying to bench it up, and then it was like taking weight off. I'm like, whoa, this is crazy, you know. So, um, it's 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 a cool thing. I'm I'm you know I'm messing around with it and. I'm actually sore right now, you know, doing it. But, but um, I want to get into jujitsu, man. So I want, yeah, man. So hey, I want to uh, roll with you, man. Prof- Professor Phillips said, "Hey, man, um, yeah, they're waiting for. I know your schedule. I think it's a scheduling yeah. conflict, right? So right now, yeah. So here's another thing I'm doing. I'm I opened up this new website called the Wrestling Room, mm-hmm. um, and it has wrestling for wrestling on there. So you know, freestyle, folkstyle wrestling, has wrestling for jujitsu, and has wrestling for MMA." Wrestling for jujitsu? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so so it has it has wrestling for the sports that I was involved in, right? So wrestling for MMA, wrestling for jujitsu, and then wrestling like in high school and college, and um, and in freestyle like Olympic style wrestling. So um, so it has it has that, and you know I'm just sharing my knowledge and you know doing a doing doing courses on there like the first six weeks for beginners, and then. I'm doing, um, you know, just uh, wrestling um, in general for MMA, striking the takedowns, you know, wrestling up from from a bad position, uh, wrestling on the wall, you know. That wrestling on the defense. wall, that's a whole other type of sport, yeah. man. I didn't realize that until I started going with some of these MMA guys. Yeah. You know, in jiu-jitsu, we'll stop on the wall. Like, hey, let's do yeah. Yeah. Nah, man. It, the going. party continues. <laughs> yeah, you keep going. You keep going. Yeah, you got to know. I mean, it's different. Yeah, I mean you got a you got a third dimension to you, you know. So yeah, and the way, way and the leaning into you, like how they how they smash your head up, or you know, yeah. you're like, oh shoot, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Did so, Randy Couture pioneer that? Yeah, Randy Couture was definitely one of the pioneers. I yeah. mean, he's definitely a pioneer of the sport in general, you know. So, but he was very good on the cage. Yeah, remember he used to get people there and go, if he gets you against the cage, you're done. Oh, dude, he used to put his. He used to put his head under these people's chin and just like started hitting them like this and then hit them in the body. I mean, that's the stuff I still do. Yeah, you know? hey so man, it works. He actually, he actually, funny story. He actually was the one that kind of convinced me that I should probably do MMA. Um, so here's another story, right? So I I end up wrestling right at Oklahoma State. Coached there for about three years. Had a wife, two kids, one on the way. And then um, my high school coach was like, hey, um, Mark, UC Davis is open out here. Would you be interested in moving back home and coaching at a Division I uh, university? I go, heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, because at that time, I was only getting paid $700 a month. And this is in 2000 and this is like 2003, you know? Wait, 700 from what? From coaching at Oklahoma State, like I was only making seven, but what? Yeah, yeah, I know. So I was getting like WIC, women, infant, and children. <sighs> I was getting food stamps, right? And so we we're getting government cheese, 
<laughs> in milk. No, you gotta say government. You gotta Go- say it right. Go- uh, government. <laughs> government. Government cheese. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're getting, we're getting that right. So I'm like, man, there's got to be a better way than this, man. I got another child on the way. Like, gosh, right. And so, I get a. I get an opportunity to go to UC Davis, which which is, you know, miles away from my hometown, right? So I'm like, man, sweet. This is a great opportunity. So I told my wife, she's like, all right, let's go, you know, go back to California. So we moved and uh, moved to uh, Elk Grove, which is uh, which is still like 30 minutes because they were building houses there. And, that, you know, the only place I could afford to live was like Elk Grove, right, because... Mm-hmm. Davis was expensive. All the all the other uh, places there were expensive, and so I was like, Elk Grove was a new community out there, and so it was more affordable. So I had to had to like drive, had to drive like 30, 40 minutes away to get to work. But anyways, I get there and I met I met a guy by the name of Uriah Faber, and uh, Uriah Faber is a UFC Hall of Famer. Um, he is getting into this sport called jujitsu. And MMA, and I'm like, and I'm like, man, dude, that's awesome, man. That's so cool. And he goes, yeah, you should come out. And I don't know what it is about me meeting. Wait, real quick though, yeah. Uriah Faber was he wrestling at UC Davis, or did you know him from from college? You no, wrestling? no, no, no. So when I when I accepted a job at UC Davis, Uriah just graduated from UC Davis. From UC Davis. Okay, got it. And then Lenny Zaleski, who was the head coach at UC, volunteer assistant. Got it. Got yeah. it. Okay. So when I when I came on as the first assistant, uh, I met Uriah. You know, and so another one of the little guys, as you would say, another one of the little guys, man. And I don't know what it is about me meeting shorter people telling me what to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I end up doing it. <laughs> but anyways, um, man, Uriah, man, he's like a brother from another mother, man. I I I love that guy. Genuinely love him, and um, he got me into the sport, man. He was like, hey, man, you should you should come out uh, to Sierra College. Because um, Randy Couture, Brandon Vera, Quinn Rampage Jackson, Tito Ortiz, Frank Trigg, James Irvin, Scott Smith is all gonna be there, and uh, just training. Yeah, just training. We'd love for you to love for you to come. I'm like, oh, sick. Okay, <laughs> you know, let's go. Right. So I'm going right, and uh, everyone's like warming up, and you know I've been I've been you know I've been training a little bit, but not very much, and I've been training at Uriah's gym, you know, and so, and Uriah's been fighting Keenan Cage, and you know I've been cornering his fights, and this is the beginning of his career, you know, so this is back in 2003, you know, so mm-hmm. I mean it's two decades ago, that's crazy. I know, right? <laughs> that's nuts, but anyways, you know uh, he's you know. Uh, you know, I'm there, like, trying to figure out, like, the striking and the jiu-jitsu part of the MMA game, right? And so, uh, and I've been doing it for a while, and you're right, and all of them were like, man, you're good, you're good, man, just keep doing it, keep doing it. And I was like, okay. So um, then Randy Couture and all those guys came out, and uh, Randy Couture was doing this camp in Sacramento area, right? He was fighting Tim Sylvia. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so anyways... <clears throat> So we're getting we're getting together at Sierra College, and uh, and everyone's like warming up, you know. Everyone's shadow boxing. I was like, oh, all right, cool. I see all these guys. You get I'm nervous like, at all, or you just yeah? Like, I was like nervous, man. Okay. I was like, dude, these are like huge names in the sport, man. Like, what the? Yeah, this is in the beginner class. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm like, man, this is crazy, man. So, so um, uh, 
everyone gets a partner and uh and one person doesn't have a partner and uh it was Randy and I didn't have a partner either. So <laughs> so so I was like, oh shoot. Okay. I guess it's me and Randy Couture. So I'm like, all right, you know, this is after all the warm up and everything. We're getting ready to spar, right? So I'm getting ready to spar with Randy Couture. I'm looking across. I'm like, and he's jumping up and down the shadow box. And I'm like, ah, oh, dang. I should probably be shadow boxing too, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. like trying to fake it till I make it, right? <laughs> you know? Anyways, uh, <laughs> the, the, the clock, the clock, like, sounds off. And I'm like, oh, shoot. And I'm like, I'm nervous, man. You talk about nervousness, man. I was like nervous. I was like, ah, oh, dang, this is Randy Couture, man. This is mm -hmm. like the reigning and defending world champion, man. Captain like, America. Over yeah, there. man. Like, what the heck? You know, so so Uriah's like, I hear Uriah coaching me on the side. Double jab, double leg. And I'm like, double jab and I'm missing. Oh, you're MMA training? Yeah. Oh, I thought you are like doing like. We're uh, sparring, bro. <laughs> We're sparring, man. Oh, I'm thinking you're doing like uh, just drills or no, something. No, dude, not. Nah, this is after all the warm up was done. And this right? is old school too, where there there's not, like, yeah, this, you just get in there and fight and put, no, put we're it together. Fighting, yeah, we're yeah. just fighting. So, anyways, <laughs> your eyes like double jump, double leg. I'm like, double like double leg, and I'm like missing, and I'm like, ah, oh, dude. And Randy's like, like jabbing me, and like knocking my head back. I'm like, oh, day, this is real, right? <laughs> So Eighth anyway, grade flashbacks. No, this dude ain't <laughs> Yeah, man. I'm like, oh, bro, I'm getting jumped by one dude, man. What's up? <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I started like, he goes, no, step in, step in. So I was like, I was listening to him. So I step in and jab him, and I was like, snapping hit Randy's head back. I was like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> wow, that's crazy, right? And so, uh, so I just remember sparring with him and. And and Uriah was like giving me all these like pointers and stuff, and we were like you know scrambling, and and I ended up doing pretty well with him. And then Randy goes, "Hey, you should really consider doing mixed martial arts, man. You're a natural." I'm like, "Wait, you're the natural. <laughs> I can't be a natural. You're the natural." Anyways, Uriah was like, he slapped me in the chest. He goes, "See, I told you, homie." So so after that, man, I was like, "Wow, okay, um, let's get into it." And then literally, I decided to fight. Trained, 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 right? Still worked at UC Davis, but trained, trained, trained afterwards. And then uh, after after whatever, you know, in the morning I would go and, you know, I would, I would f just fit it in, my training, right? So um, from that point on, about 11 months later, I was in the UFC. Yeah, it's crazy. I know, that was fast. It's fast. Wait, but what? I fought, I fought, like, I fought three times, like, when I first started, like, it was like, when I, when I first decided to fight, it was like two months before I got my first fight, right? <laughs> it was at the Palace Fighting Championships. <clears throat> I was getting managed by Mike Mike Roberts and Jeff Meyer with MMA Inc., you know, and, and those guys are amazing guys. And it's Uriah's, you know, management company too. So I was being taken care of by those guys, you know. And so um, so those guys got me a fight, you know, and, and uh, you know, and I, I fought in a PFC Pro. I went straight to pro. I didn't go amateur. So I went, I fought in the PFC. <clears throat> and then I fought um, in the King in a Cage one time. Then I fought in the PFC again. And then from there, I got I got picked up by the WEC. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I remember, I remember yeah. you were prepping and you were training my son at the same time in wrestling. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's and right. And I, I remember you were like, yeah, yeah I'm, I have an MMA fight. And I was thinking, 
because you're you know you're yeah. you're very uh peaceful and yeah. godly and just kind of <laughs> like a youth yeah. pastor vibe <laughs> like you're gonna go fight man yeah yeah man it's like crazy is so, that tall dude too i remember yeah chuck grigsby yeah like, he was like six six yeah six six two oh five and i was like and i'm like dude and this dude was like 15 and three and I was only three and zero. I was like, "Dang, this dude got experience, man." Yeah, he's called the Reverend. You know, I was like, "Ah, oh, man, what the heck? This dude is, this dude got experience in, man." And oh, and, man. and one thing too, he's yeah. didn't he have a background as like a striker or something? Yeah, too, a kickboxer. He was a striker, yeah, he was yeah. And you knocked him out, dude. That <laughs> <Yeah>. was- <laughs> so, so I'm like, I'm like, I'm I'm taking this fool down. Like, I ain't gonna risk it, right? Yeah. So he he actually uppercutted me, landed. My, took my head back and when I got him down to the ground it was over so yeah I was just donkey cogging him from there <laughs> yeah so um so yeah so that's uh that's uh and then and then you know from then on I got into the UFC and yeah the rest is history what I I know you do a lot of uh um <clears throat> seminars like on anti-bullying and things like that yeah yeah what what like what is the catalyst of all that your whole the whole bullying situation. Yeah. So, I mean, when I got bullied, right? So I got bullied in the eighth grade too. Oh, eighth so. grade. Same year yeah. as wrestling. Okay. Yeah, same year as wrestling. So, um, so yeah, I was, I was running. So in the eighth grade, like in, in middle school, or we called it junior high when I was in school. Um, like I wanted to get my lunch first, <laughs> you know? So right when the bell rang in fourth period, I ran to the, to the lunch line. <clears throat> And uh, I had, you know, my head, because back back then and still now, you know, Jordans were like the the shoe. You know? yeah, yeah. And so for Christmas, I ended up getting a pair of Jordans, right? And so I was like, ah, sick. Yeah, I got some Jordans, right? And so I wore them. And, um, and, so, and so before that time, I ran to the lunch line. Um, I was walking through the, uh, the hallway. And to the right of me, I hear someone say, "Say, hey, yo, break yourself off in them J's. I'm like, ooh. Wait, this is at school? This is at school. There's dudes, like, hanging out by the lockers as I was walking by them. They're like, hey, yo, break yourself off in them J's. I'm like, oh, man. So I just <laughs> I scurried away from that. I'm like, oh, shoot. Right? So, um, so I end up, you know, walking away. I didn't think anything of it, right? Well, as I was walking home from school, I, there was there was like a, an open gym, and I like to play basketball, right? And so there was an open gym, and I played basketball, but I didn't wear my Jordans. I took them off, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, after the open gym was done, I put them back on, and I was walking home. Well, there's <clears throat> so there's a, uh, so there's a busy street, and then um, coming from the open gym, there's like a field. And then, like, uh, you know, just, just, I mean, it's kind of like there's fences all around, right? And so you can run anywhere anyways. As I was walking, I was walking, you know, uh, through this field and stuff, and I hear people behind me. There's people going back and forth all the time. And, and I'm like, uh, you know, I'm like uh, walking. And so I hear footsteps running, you know, and I look behind me there was like six dudes running at me and i was like oh shoot they were probably about like maybe 20 feet away from me at full speed so i i look back and i'm like oh shoot 
So I, I take off two, two feet. I mean, two steps, they shoelace tackle me and started beating me up. And, uh, and there was one person on every arm. And as I tried to push my way up, they kicked me in the back of the head or punched me or whatever. I felt something in the back of the head. And all of a sudden I like, I was out. Like I didn't, you know, I blacked out. Anyways, I woke up, <clears throat> I pushed my way up and I see this pool of blood just streaming down my nose and I saw blood on the ground. I was like, man. So, I mean, as I was being held down, trying to fight, you know, I was just like, man, there was all those emotions, right? There was all those emotions in me. Like, like I was, I was angry. I was sad. I was anxious. I was like, like, then there was nothing I can do. You know, I, I was, you know, I was, uh, man, just physically being held down by a bunch of people. And I'm like, trying to like wiggle, try to get my way up. And I couldn't. And I was just, it was bad. It was like, I just couldn't do anything, right? And so, and that's and that's something that I talk about, like, and I, I liken it to, like, a certain situation that you might be going through in your life, right? So you're not, might, you might not be getting held down by, physically held down by people, but you might be feeling held down by a circumstance that you're in, you know, be it financial, be it, you know, uh, uh, physical, be it, I mean, uh, emotional, be it like some type of, you know, circumstance that, that, that's going on in your life. You might be being held down by it, but you know, I'm, I'm here today to tell you that there's hope, you know, that there's hope and that, you know, through it all that there's, there's a plan in place. Right. And so, <clears throat> so, um, I walked home, right. And shoeless, shoeless, bloodied, battered, beat up. I mean, it was just like ashamed, you know, and, uh, trying to fix my face and my parents were like, what, what'd you do? You know? And so I, uh, I didn't want to tell them, you know, cause I didn't want anybody to know. So I just told him, oh, mom, dad, I was messing around with my friends in the backyard and, you know, and my dad's like, what are you doing? Why do you do that? You know? And so <laughs> anyways, <clears throat> took a while for me to finally tell him, but, um, I didn't tell him for a long time. And then uh, and then uh, I faked being sick for a week. A week. I faked being sick. I didn't want to go to school because I was fearful that I was going to get jumped again, right? But here's an interest, in, interest, uh, interesting statistic, right? Try to say that five times fast. <laughs> Tongue twister. So uh, this, this, this statistic says... Over 160,000 students get bullied every day in the United States of America. 160,000. That's a huge, huge number. If you do the if you do the math in a year, that's five. That's over 5.8 million kids get bullied in a year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's so many. That's a lot. And bullying, <clears throat> and that bullying instant leads to hurting themselves. Cutting leads to like you know, them hurting themselves, harming themselves, you know, um, you know, even man, suicide is involved in it too. And I mean, it's just, it's just bad, you know, school shootings, you know, it, it, it happens. And, um, you know, and so I told my story to, um, to a guy named Pat Lee, that was a part of rain that I had when I had rain, he, um, uh, 
he was holding um, <clears throat> a class for um, at-risk teens. Yeah. And uh, he worked for the Orange, Car- Orange County Department of Ed- Education. And uh, he came in and just an awesome guy, Christian guy, just a man of faith. And he had a heart for these kids. And I told him my story, and he told it to the Department of Education. Department of Education got a hold of me and says, I want to hear your story. I told my story. And then they're like, wow we want you to speak to our youth, you know? And so ever since then, I had an anti-bullying campaign. I still do. That was probably back in, I'd say 2009. Yeah. I've I've been, I had it since then. I still do it now. And uh, so I tell my story and I tell them story of, of rising above adversity, you know? You know, there's, there's a plan for your life and there's things that are going to happen to you. And those and those events that happen to you build you into the person you are t- today and in the future, you know. And so, you might not know <clears throat> about the about the good things that might come from this event, but good things are going to come, you know. Yeah. You just got to put, you just got to put your, you know, your you got to have the right mindset, have the right people around you, and I'm I'm thankful that during that eighth grade year. It was a big year for me that I ended up accepting Jesus Christ into my life and getting part of this church called Community Bible Church and being a part of that um, volleyball league that my sister brought me to and and um, yeah, I just made made the choice and you know I, I you know I'm a man of faith and ever since then when I was 13 and I just been walking you know been walking with walking with God and I, got, I was I was a choir boy for. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was in the choir for a long time. I'm Filipino, man. You know what can I say? I didn't even know you could you know? sing, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I played the guitar too, and so, um, uh, yeah. So now it's like, uh, you know, now all my kids sing now, and uh, my kids play instruments and guitar, and you know, and so uh, ukulele, and so it's 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 cool to kind of see like God's sovereignty in it all, you know. Yeah. It says in Jeremiah 29 and 11, it says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope, right? It also says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he'll make your path straight, right? So <clears throat> these events happen in your life, but you don't know like what's going to happen of them, but God, but God, God puts them into your life to shape and mold you into the person you want he wants you to become right and so i truly feel that god has put me in these these events to shape me into who i am and to use it for his glory right so i wouldn't have gone into wrestling if i didn't get jumped i wouldn't have an anti-bullying campaign if i didn't get bullied you know what i'm saying yeah and so these are the things that that kind of that's who i am you know, people know me as, as, you know, people know me as, you know, the Filipino wrecking machine, you know? Yeah. But I wouldn't have been that if those events didn't happen in my life, right? So, um, it's like, so, this, yeah. it's like the story of Joseph in the Bible where, yeah, where he told his, his brothers, he mm-hmm. meant it for bad, but God meant it for good. Yeah. But same meant for evil, God meant for good. Man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Meant for evil. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So, <clears throat> looking back at your, your career from wrestling through uh, MMA, 
What was the most challenging thing you had to go through? Oh man, there was a lot of challenging things. Um, I mean, that was one, definitely. I mean, it was that was a pivotal moment in my life. There, um, you know, my parents. I mean, just just my parents were, you know, immigrants from the Philippines, and they worked all the time. And my sister and I were by ourselves at home a lot, you know, and so. I didn't have a bad childhood, but you know, I mean, it was like, we were by ourselves, like, like yeah, no parenting, no nothing. And, you know, and so, you know, I'm thankful. Your, sister, your sister's older, right? She's okay. older than me. Yeah. She's older than me. And I was basically, you know, she was babysitting me the whole time, you know? So thank goodness we had good friends around us, you know? And so we had a good environment, but, but I, I lived, <clears throat> I lived, in Semron Hills, which is right next to this neighborhood called The Crest. And The Crest, I mean, people rap about The Crest, right? So E-40, okay. E-40 raps about The Crest, Mac Dre, Mac Maul, they rap about The Crest. Okay. Right? Yeah, if they're, so. if, if they're up on the, it, it has to be a rough place. <laughs> yeah, so so they, they rap about those, those, you know, about, you know, Crest College Park and all those places in Vallejo, you know, that, that I grew up around. And, and, um, so I, I didn't necessarily grow up in a bad neighborhood, but I was right next to, you know, you would say the hood, you know what I'm saying? You're hood adjacent, which yeah. is, which, yeah, yeah. you know, there's an influence too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, right next to adjacent for sure. I was there and, you know, I saw people getting jumped all the time. Never thought I'd ever get jumped, you know? And, uh, Sure enough, I did. So, so yeah, that's um, part of my story, man. That's how I got into it. Got into wrestling that way and uh, got wrestling. You know, I end up, like you said, being obsessive in the sport and I really wanted to become good, you know, and I didn't know where it was going to take me. You know, I was like, okay, I'm going to wrestle. I'm actually pretty good. So let's go, you know. So got into it and, and uh, end up, Doing pretty well, man. I mean, in a short, you know, five-year period, I ended up becoming a two, two-time two state champion in the state of California. Ended up winning high school nationals. I took second at Fargo, which I'm still kind of salty about that. <laughs> <laughs> I should have won that match. But anyways, and then I made two world teams, age group world teams, you know, and take second in the world, you know. And so it's like, how can a guy, like, just like starting in the eighth grade become, you know, have all those accolades, you know? And so I truly believe it was, it was one, I mean, it was a God given ability and talent that God gave me that I wanted to use, you know? And so, um, when I got saved, I was like, man, you know, God, like, how am I going to use this? Right. And so God has opened doors, man. He's opened doors for me. He, Brought me to the UFC. I have an anti-bullying campaign, right? Yeah. I will, none of this would ever happened if I didn't get jumped, right? If I didn't get bullied. So, um, so yeah, it's it's. I'm so grateful. And then I met my wife, right, at Oklahoma State, and we have four beautiful children. I have two. I have one grandchild, one on the way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a Lolo. <laughs> that's grandfather for uh for those of you that know don't know tagalog that's filipino language but yeah i'm a lolo man i'm a lolo that's crazy yeah but uh 
but I love it and I love the life that I'm living and yeah and you've had yeah. opportunities to travel the world too like you've went mm-hmm. all over the place man yeah yeah um when you when you because you you experienced bully bullying I've experienced bullying I've worked in high yeah. schools mm-hmm. where it's it's not as common now I think because <clears> the schools are more I can't involved I think when you yeah. and I were in school you get bullied, just bullied, man. You yeah. gotta figure it out or exactly. take the bully out, you know, teach yeah. him like you handle it on the streets. Yeah. But yeah. what would you tell a kid now, like say if someone's listening to this podcast and mm-hmm. they're um they're getting bullied, yeah. you know, and they just they don't know what to do. Or even not just the kid, the kid, but yeah. also the parent. Like how do how do they navigate that stuff? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, you know, there's there's definitely steps that you can take. You know, and, and you de- definitely don't want to be silent about it, you know, because you being silent about it, you're actually participating in the problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to tell somebody, you got to share it with a trusted adult. Um, you got to, you know, go to your teacher or an administrator and let them know that bullying, that, that you're getting bullied. Now, you got to understand what bullying is, right? So bullying is defined as an action that's a threat or um, a threat or um, uh, so there's there's four types of bullying. Let me define it like this. There's four types. There's one, there's verbal bullying. Anything that comes out of your mouth that's a threat or insult to hurt, to hurt your feelings, right? Two, there's social bullying, which is uh, leaving somebody out of, out of a group activity because you're too cool or spreading rumors about somebody that isn't necessarily true or it can be true, but just to taint somebody's reputation, right? Three, there's physical bullying, right? That's what happened to me. That's laying your hands on somebody inflicting physical harm to them. And then there's four, which is cyberbullying. That's anything that's on social media. You're bullying people through, you know, uh, Snapchat or Instagram or something, you know? And so, there's been there's there's been incidences where documented incidences where kids got bullied cyber cyber bullied and and uh, yeah they just harmed themselves you know through it you know and so <clears throat> they they get bullied at school and then they go home in the in the four in the safe um, in the safe four walls of their home right. And they get bullied there too, so it's like they can't escape it, and so they harm themselves. You know, um, it's 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 a it's an epidemic for sure, and so we just need to create awareness, right? And so I'm thankful that I'm on here that that I can say, hey, don't be silent. Make sure you make sure you um, go to um, a trusted adult. Make sure you tell an administrator; they will help you. Um, and, uh, and 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 bullying is not just a one-time occurrence, right? Yeah. Bullying, have, it's a its a constant thing that happens to you all the time. So that person, if it's really bullying, they're going to do it like on a consistent basis. It's not just a one-time thing. It's right? like torture. Yeah. So it's like torture for a long time. So somebody can just be mean, you know, yeah. but that's not necessarily bullying, right? Yeah. You're going to have to deal with mean people sometimes, right? But bullying is a, ongoing constant thing that happens when you you know when you interact with somebody right so yeah and one thing i want to point out is that uh, <clears throat> uh you know my background of working in school in education 
anyone who works at the school mm-hmm. from the janitor. Yeah. I'm not saying the janitor is the lowest. I'm just trying to think, you know, just from the janitor, which yeah. is not the teaching staff. Yeah. All live to the principal. Uh, they're all mandated reporters. Yeah. Have, have you heard that term before? Yep. Yeah. Mandated yep. reporters. Yep. And what mandated reporters are, are, um, they're required by law to report. And if mm-hmm. not, they they're actually could be in trouble as yep. being an accomplice or yep. not. A, yeah. I think not accomplice, but yeah. Accessory. Yep. To the, to the after situation. Fact. Yeah. yeah to sure. the situation. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy because, um, kids are scared to report yeah. bullying because yep. they feel that nothing's going to happen if they report it. Mm-hmm. So if something gets reported and, um, you know, the kid gets notified, like, hey, you're bullying this other student. Yeah. That's all. Some, what's sad, some schools do that. And yep. then the kid's like, great. Now it just ramped up more. Yeah. And it's different bullying than you and I. Because yeah. you and I could hide. Mm-hmm. Well, well, it's different. It was worse in a way, but it, it was worse in our own special ways. Like you yeah. and I, there was no there was no recourse. We had to handle it, right? Yeah. Yeah. But now these sure. kids are cyberbullying, and that's 24-7. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. Constant. Yeah, yeah. Someone just constantly just. Yeah. And it's and they're not just bullying you. They're bullying you in a public arena. Yeah. You know, so other people could see yep. it. Say if they're making fun. Say if you're poor. Yeah. And you, you know, um, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Dress. Dress. They're talking about how you dress. Yeah. And, yeah. Then yeah. everyone's laughing like, oh, my God, you're yep. just in. Yep. And you guys, you know that we all know this. The internet always wins. Like, I know it's crazy. It's crazy, man. <laughs> you could even see something happen on. Mm-hmm. You could see something happen on television, like say to an athlete or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I won't say anyone's name in particular, but you know yeah. it's an athlete, and you could even go, "That's going to be a meme," <laughs> right? Yeah. You, you already know. Always, the <laughs> always, man. It happens all the time. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah so, it's crazy, man. It's just you know the the society we live in now. It's like. It's like information is so fast, you know? Yeah. When back when we were kids, you know, it wasn't. Like we didn't have to, you know, news doesn't travel so fast, you know? But now we have these things on our hip. Yeah. yeah. We could just take out and all of a sudden, bang, information at our fingertips, right? So, (laughs) I mean, I remember when I was in school, I was like, man, I got to go to the library, go to the card catalog, go look up the book and see if it's the right book and read it, make a photocopy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that takes hours. You know, now it's like, oh, I can just go on my phone, look it up, you know, copy, paste it. Bang. You ain't got to look it up. You can just talk it in a a series. Um, (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) You know? So it's crazy, man. Crazy how how time And and the science. Like, like, yeah. what if someone told you, hey, don't, don't eat Pop Rocks and Coke? Yeah. There's no way to go to the library to check that. So no. you just don't. You're like, hey, I ain't risking it, dog. <laughs> yeah. I ain't yeah. risking it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. And now it's like, oh, you can just look it up. Yeah. Oh, you it's know? not even true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this dude, man, what's wrong with him? <laughs> it, made, it made sense at the yeah. time, right? You're like, yeah. oh, man. I know. I know. Yeah, because they both bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so you just did experiments, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And one thing too about our 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 era as opposed to back then, um people could like you can't get people can't get away with lies like they used to. No. You know, because sure. someone's like, Yeah, man, I you know, I was I served in the military, I was special ops. You know, I did like they really? look you up. <laughs> look you they up. Google you. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah, back then. Like, sure. Hey, did you know Mark? <laughs> Mark was a paratrooper, <laughs> but he's in eighth grade. No, no, dude, but he was special ops. <laughs> oh man, that's funny, man. Yeah, that's hilarious. So, so what? You became a Christian when at thirteen? Yeah, thirteen. Yeah. What got you into church? So yeah, it's like um, 
you know, my, my, my sister took care of me. Right. So, uh-huh. um, so she played volleyball. Right. And so I was tagging along with her. Right. And so, and then she got into that volleyball league and in between volleyball games, I had a mini message, you know, at those volleyball games. And, uh, and yeah, I was convicted, man. Like one, one, one time a guy goes, Hey, if you were to die tonight, are you a hundred percent sure you're going to heaven? I go, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm like, I'm not a bad dude. Like, I'm probably like 98, you know, <laughs> he's like, no, you can be a hundred percent sure. You know? And he goes, um, if you accept Jesus Christ into your heart as your Lord and savior, you could be a hundred percent sure. And I'm like, I want that, you know? And so, um, because there was like, uh, there was a time in my life where, you know, I went to CCD. I was Catholic, you know, and I went to CCD from what CCD is catechism. You okay. know, it's a school for Catholic kids mm-hmm. that, um, you go to school yeah, and Filipino. Learn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you go to school and you learn about, you know, the Catholic religion. Yes. Called CCD or catechism. Um, I don't even know the acronym CCD, but anyways, uh, yeah, we got to Google it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, um, we, uh, I did that for a long time and, you know, and learned about Jesus, learned about the cross, learned about all that stuff. And, you know, I, I was, you know, I was an altar boy, you know, did that too. And, um, so, and then when I went to that volleyball tournament, they were talking about Jesus and that you could, you know, have a personal relationship with him. And I was like, oh man, I want that. You know, so I prayed that prayer and didn't feel the change right away, but, involved yeah, yeah got involved and got into the church and you know went to went to an eighth grade bible study or youth group called uh fellowship uh the fellowship club and uh got got in there and then went to high school went to the campus crossroads for christ and then yeah man it was just like then i got into the choir and you know traveled singing you know too so i did that we went to like Colorado to church in Colorado. We went to Canada. We we sang in Canada on a choir tour, and it was cool, man. Like, um, you know, I'm I'm uh, um, thankful, you know, thankful that you know I found I found um, not found, but that I accepted Jesus Christ into my life, man. I'm I'm very fortunate, man, because because growing up, man, I was always searching for always searching for something. You know, always searching for validation through like athletics or or something. You know, um, you know, I was I was a people pleaser. I'm still a people pleaser, man. I, I you know, I, uh, you know, I want to do good for people, right? And that's 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 how I was wired. And uh, you know, but uh, now it's like, now it's like, I just want to please, please God. You know. And so while doing that, I'll be able to please everybody else, right? And so my family, you know, my athletes, you know, my fighters, my wrestlers, um, you know, just whoever I, count, whoever I I come into contact with, you know. So, so I'm thankful, man. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the place, for the life that I've lived and, and living now still. I've got a lot of life more and, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm just, just, um, just walking and, you know, just, uh, you know, praising God the whole time, man. And I'm thankful for the adversities and the trials and 
and the and the struggles I went through. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're actually one of the one of the, you know, there's a, in our country Christianity's. I think the, it still might be the most popular religion. I'm not sure because I know it's starting to yeah. change. Some people are starting to go to um, yeah, agnostic, which is yeah. they don't know or they don't understand. Yeah. You know, they're not sure. But mm-hmm. um, you're like one of the most consistent Christian guys I've ever I've ever met. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like I I wasn't raised religious <clears throat> at all or like I didn't even wait. As a kid, I don't even, I was thinking, did anyone, I think one time I got invited to a vacation Bible school okay. when I was in elementary school. All churches wow. have that, right? I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. invited and I only went like twice because they're oh, getting wow. up too early. Yeah. In summertime, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, no, you guys are tripping, man. <laughs> yeah. Summertime, yeah. dude. Yep. And yep. Um, I think I went twice, but it's, it's interesting because when we're younger, it, I don't know, not even when we're younger, it could be at any age, but when you're not raised in, in a religious environment mm-hmm. or, or say spiritual, forget religious. Cause yeah. I think there's a difference there yeah. in a spiritual environment. It doesn't seem real. You know, it's when yeah. people's like, yeah. when people say like, when people approach you, I remember like the famous Jehovah witnesses that come to the door and they yeah. kind of hit you with the, you yeah. know, yeah. Hey friend, you know, <laughs> yeah, I know right? <laughs> you, know, you yeah. ever accept Jesus and you're like, like yeah. what? Like yeah. it, it, it's very, you know, it's, here's the crazy part about it. Um, um, you know, I, I did my grammar school. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my, my dad was in the military, so I was in Italy. Yep. There were no Jehovah Witnesses hitting up the uh, doors there. No, so no, yeah. we're, we're real. <clears throat> oh, do you know what? I went to the, um, Vatican once. Wow. I forgot that. I went with my mom, wow. Pope John Paul. Yeah. We went out there and, um, true story. We went out to the Vatican and I'll finish up this other thing about spirituality. <laughs> yeah. I just got to tell you this one. Yeah. We went to the Vatican and the Pope like blessed "Quote unquote blessed." I don't yeah, get started. Like, the, the, yeah, the crowd, but then <laughs> yeah. also this fountain, uh-huh. and they started filling up these Virgin Mary uh, plastic bottles with the little cap on okay, top of the head. Yeah. Yeah. So you got holy water blessed holy by water, the Pope. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I drank it, dude. <laughs> I remember mom got so mad at me because my mom was like, "I was like, what? It's holy water. It's <laughs> yeah. this." I was like, "Let me drink that." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me get a swig. <laughs> Didn't work. I downed the whole thing, man. I was like, "Go, go, go, go." She's <laughs> like, yeah, "That's when you know." <laughs> That's hilarious. It man. didn't work, man. That's hilarious, it didn't work. Man. That's hilarious. <laughs> Wouldn't you try it? Like, I this heck is yeah, natural water? Heck yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. I was I'm like, about- man, I'm going to down that thing. <laughs> I'll be super Forget sprinkling. Too. I'm drinking it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. But um, uh, not growing up spiritual, besides that incident. Yeah. And yeah. if someone's approaching uh, approaching about it, it, it didn't, because um, I don't talk about my faith a lot. Yeah, you know? for sure. I mean, I do. Yeah. It's here's the thing. I don't talk about my faith a lot because, um, I don't know. It's from my own personal experiences. Because yeah. if you, if I broadcast it too much, it turns yeah. people away. You mm-hmm. know, some people just aren't ready to hear it. Mm-hmm. But the people that are, God will bring them in. Yeah, and then they I'll will. open up. Like they they'll will. say, "Hey, man, yeah. um, I'm dealing with a health situation or whatever," yeah. and it, yeah. God opens the door. Yeah, but. Up until that point, my interactions were those people would come and go, hey, have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? <laughs> and yeah, like yeah, someone who's never raised that way and yeah. you hear that. Chases you away. Yeah. It doesn't even just chase you away. It doesn't make sense logically. Yeah. yeah. Like you're like, yeah. did you know he died for you? And yeah. you're like. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like there's mm-hmm. military guys that die for our country all the time, brother. Yeah, like for sure. And they don't understand yeah. the uh, significance mm-hmm. uh, and the spiritual significance and so yeah. forth. So I was just saying that to say this is that um, I can say from my experience, like I really wish 
I was brought in at 13. Yeah. You know, because yeah, sure. as an adult, you know, when I became a Christian, like in my early 20s, mm-hmm. I've already picked up a bunch of habits that were hard to break. Yeah. And then um, just behavior habits, not drugs. I'm never into yeah, drugs, yeah. but yeah. Um, behavior habits. <clears throat> and so it was, it's been like a battle, like yeah. of just, yep. you know, like, yeah. God, please. Okay. God, if, if uh, I will never do this again, yeah. then the next day I'm doing it again, yeah, you know, man, yeah, man. and it's a struggle. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if it, I mean, it should, it would have made a difference. And it also has made a difference, man. Like even this podcast, this yeah. podcast, yeah. it doesn't say, you know, Jesus Christ on no. the thing, but it's a ministry. No. It it's is. a ministry because yeah, your stories yep. that you're telling about your life and being bullied, like what Mark Munoz, you'll see the, the, the wrecking machine, yeah. you know, has been Got bullied. bullied. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and, and I just want to say, cause people probably can see on the camera. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're not like me. I'm a, yeah. I would, I'm petite. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and even, petite, if, petite. <laughs> I don't use that word. I won't say it's small. I'm petite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you're my size in junior high. Yeah. And for yeah. so you're a yeah. big kid and yeah. for people to do that to you and yeah. you're an athlete. Yep. Yeah. So it yeah. just, it, that's the, that's the whole vehicle of this whole, of yeah. this, of this whole thing here. It's awesome, man. Just, just to hear that, but just to hear that, it just, all of that led, led to this. You know yeah. What I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, God is sovereign. Like he's got a plan. You know? Yeah. So he knew that this, that this was going to happen to you even before you were born. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's crazy to think about. Right. So, um, you know, just, just hearing your, your story and hearing part of that just encourages me, man, because like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a personal relationship, you know, that you have, you know, and it's something that, you know, God, God is sovereign, man. He'll, he's, he'll, he planned, for all this to happen so that you can have this podcast so that I can be on here so we can tell our stories to help other people, man. Cause there's, there's hurting people in the world, you know, but God doesn't ever hurt. I mean, he doesn't ever waste a hurt or a pain or a struggle. Yeah. Never wastes it. You know, yeah, there's a lesson in it. There's a lesson in it always. Yeah. And it's like, um, we're like, <clears throat> when you, when you, when like what, brings us to certain points of like um i i can't remember which book of the bible it's in but when it says the bible says that god is close to the broken heart yeah broken hearted proverbs proverbs yeah. yeah that um that is so true mm-hmm. when we're broken not even we're not, i'm not talking like yeah. a relationship like my girlfriend broke up with me but yeah. just you can be broken hearted over a, a job mm-hmm. any kind of situation yeah and um it's like it's like the let's call it non-godly uh, influences in the world or, or yeah. spir- in the spiritual realm. Yeah. They're bullies. Mm-hmm. They're spiritual bullies. Yep. And, and they'll beat us down. Mm-hmm. They'll hold each, like, like what happened to you. They'll hold each limb down yeah. Yeah. and beat us and knock us out. And we wake yeah. up and we're like, what happened? Yep. And exactly. then, you know, it's, and it's crazy because most people don't know there's a solution. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a, um, there's an avenue. There's, there's help. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? There is. And they don't know that. They just think like, um, this is life. Life is unfair. And they're just yeah. kind of get jaded or maybe even become more atheists. Yeah. Like, well, right. why did this happen? Yeah. But, you know, I could say that, and I, I believe that I'm a pretty logical person. Yeah. Um, The Bible makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say that because when you don't know and yeah. you're going into it, and I don't mean to turn this into like a, a sermon, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but when you get into like, because yeah. I, I don't yeah. know when you start, was everybody using King James? 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. to the ye, ye <laughs> yeah. like the the ye. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and oh, okay. oh, you, wait, hold on. I you just reminded me of something, dude. And one thing too that was that was used to freak me out about Christians, right? Yeah. Is that they'll go, um, they like when they'll be talking normal, like you and I conversing, blah yeah. blah 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 blah. But when, when they're about to witness to you or share something, they yeah. flip into that, that old English. Like, yeah, well, you know, I mean, the Bible does say, ye, reap it ye so. You're like, why are you talking like that, dog? What you, <laughs> did we just take a time machine back to the 18, I mean, to whatever, the 1400s? Yeah, and yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, so people That's quote funny. it in the original. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know, like, I know what you're talking about. But yeah. fortunate now, yeah. there's newer translations yeah. or more, I'd say, better <clears throat> translations where yeah. like the New International Version or mm-hmm. the um Amplified. Mm. Someone remember in the nineties, late nineties, yeah. someone made an Ebonics translation. I don't know if you remember that. Dude, there's so many. There's there's <laughs> there's an there's one where it, there's a. Oh man, I'll I'll look it up, but it's it's uh ah oh, gosh, it, it it's like Ebonics, but it's like it's like something else. It's like there's 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 like a it's the crest. One. It's the crest. It's <laughs> yeah, the crest version. The, the crest, yeah, the crest <laughs> translation. But there's like different ones, man. There's there's a Hawaiian pigeon. Really? Yeah, dude, it's so funny, man. Is it in that Bible app? Yeah, it's in a Bible app. Just okay. look it up. Okay, I'm gonna oh, look these dude, up. It's 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 hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. It's hilarious, man. So so someone yeah. in Hawaii goes, hold on. Yeah. They don't get it. They yeah. don't get it. Do you just open up your pigeon <laughs> and then they're like, Oh yeah, amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Praise God, man. <laughs> I didn't know that, man. Yeah, there's pigeon on there. Oh That's my crazy. god. Is that yeah. is that the language is called pigeon? Yeah, you can just put up Hawaiian pigeon. <laughs> and then it'll come up with translation. <laughs> translation. I love it, man. Yeah. I don't have that yeah. much free. I'm gonna look it up, but I can yeah. imagine how much free time somebody had. Well, I'm not sorry. No offense. <laughs> Maybe they were called by God. It's like, so you know what? Yeah. We need to translate this to Hawaiian pigeon. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, man. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. My uh, one of my guys in my in my live group, <laughs> he sends it to us every now and then. Like quotes. the pigeon translation. <laughs> and some and some pigeon. Oh man, I gotta, I gotta show oh, you. Yeah. I gotta show you. Man. I gotta, I gotta quote some scripture. To you, man. Oh, <laughs> it's oh man, I wish I'd have known that, dude. I'd have been using it already. Yeah, man. You should. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> um, but um, the the translations, it makes it a lot easier to understand. And the thing that drew me in, just kind of share a little bit about my, about my story, is that yeah. when I first came in, like I remember still like. What kind of brought me into the church was, man, I'm dizzy from laughing so hard, dude. I'm serious. Because I'm trying not to laugh too hard. I'm getting dizzy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the thing that brought me in was that um, initially, I'm, I'm going to be honest, it was chasing a girl. Okay. Trying to, that, that hey, man, gets, that's usually how it always happens, <laughs> yeah. man. But it was God worse. God uses that, though. I know. But look, <laughs> when you go to church, what's there? I know. And they're dressed up nice, everyone. Yes. So you're like, yes. oh, man, this is like... Uh, this is amazing. Yep. But then what happened was this guy did a, like, like this guy did a sermon, you know, about a father, mm-hmm. about how you have a heavenly father and you feel like you don't have a father. Yep. And I always like, dude, it spoke to my soul because I grew up without a father. Yep. So I was like, and it's like, I have a father in heaven. Yeah. So that drew my attention. Yeah. Then immediately there was a, um, an evangelist that came out, dude. And he, and and the and he is he's from an organization called Amazing Facts. You can look them up. It's called AmazingFacts.org. AmazingFacts.org. Okay. And what they do is they do Bible studies, but just topical. They don't just read and give you these mm-hmm. sermons like, yeah. you know what's so cool about Jesus? None of that stuff. Yeah. Like the guy first broke down like um, 
The Ten Commandments. And the significance, they're not just an Old Testament thing. They apply now. Don't go around killing people. Yeah. Don't go around stealing. Yep. And just the guy was breaking. Every day was a new topic, and they gave out pizza every night, right? After the dangerous yeah. pizza, dude. That's awesome. So, so you're going in for the pizza. Yeah, yeah. It drew me in, dude. Yeah, yeah. And I went every night, man. Yep. And then you could win a Bible. Yep. Like they do it. When you come in, you put a raffle ticket in. Yep. Then after, because pizza's during the break. Yeah. If you come in after the pizza, you get another opportunity because you know you some go. people get the pizza and bounce. <laughs> and um, but that yeah. drew me in, and I got I I learned that. Wait a second, the part yeah. that really nailed me is like, this is historically accurate. Yeah, like they're breaking down kings that actually existed. The guy was using actual archaeological and historical information. Yes, I go okay. Wait a second, this isn't like this isn't like Alice in Wonderland or yep. you know like Santa Claus. Yep. This is yep. real. Yep. But then they started showing how the Bible prophecy, like in Isaiah. And um, well, a lot of it's true. in Isaiah. Yeah, true. like oh, yeah. the prophecy of Jesus and yeah. how the wise men. This is thousands of years later. Yep. They use those prophecies to know when he was born. Mm -hmm. You know, and all this stuff mm -hmm. is recorded historically. Yep. And I was like, oh, this is real. <laughs> this isn't like <laughs> a fairy tale. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, there's other religions. Yep. Not even not even like say the, the main like Islam or Christianity and the, the offshoots of those. But there's other in the world. It's almost like it's yeah. in the ether. It's like, oh no, you just, it is. Yeah. It just, yeah. everything's just kind of is and yeah. you're in the ism or whatever. Yeah. But that's yeah. what drew me in, the logic of it. Yep. But then I started seeing the miracles, you know, in my life and other people's lives. Yeah. But then my, my journey is not like yours. Yeah. Of just, you're always even, you're pretty even killed me. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like, yeah. I guess it's like, I yeah. guess that happened to actually some of God's own, Jesus' own disciples were there. Yeah. They fell yep. off, you yep. know, cutting for off sure. ears and just kind of sure. doing all kinds of weird stuff. Peter, yeah, Peter, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, it's that, but God uses that. Yeah. You know, God uses that. And, um, you know, for me, like, when I was 13, like, yeah, I was, it was like, you know, like, I didn't have those peaks and valleys like you were talking about. But, you know, there's there's different things where it happens in your life and God uses those to, like, catapult you to where he wants you to, where he wants you to go. You know? Yes. So... Um, so I remember you, man. I remember because, you know, meeting you, you know, I, I, uh, yeah, I met you, you were, you were part of my, you were coming to my gym, uh, now, right? when we first met, you were coaching my son. That's right. At, at Irvine. Irvine High School. Irvine High School. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I remember you were like, you were doing jujitsu and all that stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Then um, you moved to Servite, I think for a little bit. No. No, no, no. You're Irvine, but you went to somewhere else too. Yeah. Was it always Irvine? No, it was Irvine. That was the very first club yeah. I had was Irvine. Okay. With Coach Phillips. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, from there, we went to... Um, I remember like some trailers, like some mobile trailers. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Wait. That was that was my, 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 my gym. My gym. Rain Training Center. Oh, right? that was the first one? Yeah, so no, it was Irvine, and then, then I had my gym, and then end up the club ended up going to my gym. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remember going there and seeing little Trey run, yeah. <laughs> running around. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, and my other kids. Yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. That's that's uh that's where it all started. It all started in Irvine though. Then from Irvine, it went to my gym. Then from my gym to Laguna Hills. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think I've hopped in everywhere. And actually during those times, I've been, you know, a lot of life transitions. I went through a divorce. I went yeah. through different things. I remember I you, you, you invited me like, hey, come play. I remember one day I was like real down and out when yeah. I, when a divorce first occurred. And you're like, 
um, you and your son come out to, we played volleyball at Lake Mission Viejo. Yeah. On the side, and what's his name was there? The Polish experiment. Yeah, Christoph. 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 Yeah. I remember my son's like, that's the Polish experiment. Is that his nickname, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that guy looked like yeah. a monster, man. He is a monster, dude. Yeah, he's a dude. Monster. He's still a monster. Yeah. yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. And then you're yeah. like, hey, we got Bible studies in the morning. I was like, what time? You're like, was it six? Yeah, six. I was like, see, you don't want black people to come. Man. <laughs> that's, I already know your style, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That, that's yeah. actually getting me hard. Our Friday one that we go to now. We go to, yep. a, uh, yep. yeah, the one on Friday. <clears throat> Sometimes, man, on Thursday, like if I'm training hard, because yeah. I started, like now I'm back in um, training jujitsu. I got cleared yeah. my health stuff. Uh-huh. Back training jujitsu. And and then I got like other, a bunch, just trying to, you know, hustle, right? Yeah. Making. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I'm dead. So yeah. I, I'm like, dude, it's hard to get up that early, dude, hard. to it get over hard. there. But yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go this week yeah, for sure. Because sometimes I'm like, go. dude, I like, oh, you know what? God, I'm with him in the spirit. I'll pray. <laughs> it's yeah. good. I mean, it's it's uh, what God is doing through that 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 little Bible study there, man. It's it's amazing. Yeah, you know. I remember when Steve started it. He goes, hey, yeah. let's start Bible studying together. He goes, all right, it's yeah. me, you. Yeah. And I think got one other guy. And he goes, hey, there's another guy. So there's four of us. <laughs> yeah. And we went yeah. and yeah. just sat out there yep. and just now it's 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 growing it's pretty big huge man it's it's pretty big yeah yeah it's pretty big yeah so so cool it's so cool to see and and um the fellowship we have and and uh the cool things that you know the networking you know of of what's happening in that group you know it's it's awesome yeah and it brings yeah. together people god brings together people <clears throat> yep just like the bible said where that would never interact in mm-hmm. any other environment Yep. Yeah, like 100%. those guys, and I was like, yeah. I would, I would not hang out with these guys. Not, <laughs> no. nothing against them. I just, yeah. we don't, we don't. He would never come. He would never come across my path in yeah. in my life. You know, yeah. like the my lifestyle. Yeah. And there's, but that brings us together and realize, hey, we actually have a lot in common. <laughs> yeah. Right. For sure. For yeah. Sure. Man. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. But hey, Mark, I want to thank you for coming out. Yeah, man. And um, and thank you for sharing your story. I hope that it uh, inspires. Uh, people or give some kids some hope is yeah. there can you um your your bullying program is there a website or anything a resource yeah it's called it's called um i've got your back it's called the i've got your back program it's uh through the orange orange county department of education the uh okay and that's orange county yeah. california orange county because you know there's an orange county in florida in right Florida, yeah, yeah. yeah. sometimes orange i county, search yeah. on google and it brings up stuff out there i go yeah, man. yeah, yeah. No, no no we're california yeah, yeah. uh so yeah so Orange County Department of Education, and it's called the I've Got Your Back program. So Okay. Yeah. All right. So you can find that through the Orange County uh, Department of Education. Yeah. What about your wrestling program? And I've actually seen some of those little kids. Do you know who stands so out good. me a, a lot? Oh, man, I can't remember the kids' names right now. <laughs> it's a girl and two boys. Yeah. And the girl still wrestles. She's been wrestling with you since she was a kid. She did jiu-jitsu, too. Yeah, her name is Kylie Goals. Yes. Yeah. She's killing it, dude. She's killing it. Yeah, man. She's, she's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. She's so good. The whole fam that that whole little family, they've been like they're like day one kind of <laughs> yeah. family with you, right? Yeah. yeah. They're day one rain rain wrestlers, rain family. Yeah. There's there's been a lot of kids that have done really good through through rain. So Yeah. Yeah, we've uh yeah, we've been in the community for a long time, man. So, I mean, since 2009. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, we're getting old. <laughs> so how how could yeah. someone, if someone's interested in rain, how can they find you online? You could, yeah, you can find us on our website at train to rain.com. That's T-R-A-I-N, the number two rain R-E-I-G-N dot com. Okay, so, and that's wrestling. Yep. And um 
So it's just it's just wrestling. Got it. Uh, so that's 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 uh, my website for the wrestling club. If if you're in the Orange County area and you want to join the wrestling club, you want the smoke. <laughs> yeah, you want the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's uh that's there, and then I have my camps, which are pretty much sold out. I mean it's I mean it sells out in man I'd say January mm-hmm. February. Yeah. Uh, but um. It's called West Coast Wrestling Camps, and you can look it up at westcoastwrestler.com. Do you know what? Yeah. I had, dude, I went through a breakup a few years ago, and yeah. she took my West Coast Wrestler. I had the blue oh, hoodie, really? the original one. Oh, Remember that? Oh, man. man. That was, that was Do you still have one. those? No, but I can I cook you over with another one. Okay. Yeah, but that yeah. one, man, I had the original. Yeah. I actually used to wear that to the jiu-jitsu school. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Say something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah that's a good one. I yeah. can give you mine, but it's a it's an XL. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a snuggie. Yeah. What are those things called? <laughs> That's funny. Okay. And so you have that. What if someone wants to do the MMA, the little guys MMA? Well, you train big guys too, right? <laughs> yeah, I train big guys. How did, how would they find you for that? So um so you can go to the training lab, actually. You know, the training lab is in Placentia. They have their own gym there. Um, you can go to the training lab, traininglab.com and find uh find the classes out there. You know, okay. So, and then uh Coach Cal does um he does strength conditioning, but he's he's very um he's very uh uh he, he doesn't have much time, you know, so he's selective. Yeah, yeah. Um but if um if you are, you know, in need of any type of like um you know supplementation, diet you know, diet nutrition uh, strength conditioning, Coach Kyle can definitely he can definitely dial you in. He's got some of the best athletes, you know, combat athletes in the world training with him. He's got wrestlers, the best wrestlers in the world. Pretty much the whole Olympic team trains with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, you know, so he he trains my son. You know, so he trained me, and so, um, <clears throat> so yeah, he um, he's amazing, man. He's a he's a guru. Well, I got to point out one thing too. This is the training lab. Correct me if I'm wrong. The training mm-hmm. lab has that state-of-the-art facility too, right? Yeah. That's still part of the training lab, right? That. Yep. Okay. Yep. The training lab has like these hyperbaric chambers. Yes. Um, yes. Red light therapy, cryotherapy. Yes. Um, yes. Do they do IV stuff there? Um, like the vitamins? No. No, no okay. they don't do that. They don't do that, but they do all the recovery all stuff. All the recovery yeah, stuff. Yeah, the, the, all the recovery kind of... Um, um, uh, not machines, but I'm trying to say, uh, they have those chambers, they have cryotherapy, they have all that that you just described. It's, yeah. It's so good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I need yeah. to hop into cryotherapy, man. I'm like, I'm sore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I need to get in there too. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I, I was thinking about doing one of those cold plunges. My, there's, yeah, yeah. There's these. Yeah. There's a place out here near us called Cold Plunge where they actually oh, really? have the machine that stirs the water. Ooh, that and I heard that's colder so than cold. I heard that's colder than ice, dude. <laughs> yeah, like they get so it right cold. on the verge of freezing. It's so cold. Yeah, man. I'm not emotionally ready for that right now. <laughs> yeah. But when I I, I will yeah. probably soon. But yeah, because yeah, I heard yeah. it messes with you. But it's oh, very it's so beneficial. Good. It's so good for you. Yeah. It's yeah. So, good. so the training lab, just to point out too, the training lab is it's it's spelled T R E I G N. Yes. Like has the word rain in it, right? So training lab. Yep. That's All right, right, cool, man. Yeah, yeah. that's that's cool, dude. I, I will yeah. mark. Thanks again for coming out oh, man, and um, sharing a story. And I hope yep. that this your 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 story will inspire other kids or other people because yep. bu- adults get bullied too at work. That's right. You know what I'm that's saying? Right. That's right. And I just hope it inspires people. Yeah. And um, even yeah. us sharing about Christ right now, I hope maybe yeah. 
Maybe yeah, that's man. the extra thing to push someone yeah. up. Goes, you know what, man? Plant the seed, I'm going to inquire. Plant that seed. seed. For sure. Cool. Plant that right. seed. And you can also reach out to me on my, you know, social media too. So, I'll okay, what's your, what's your handles on there? Uh, oh, uh, oh shoot. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's <laughs> at Instagram, it's Mark underscore Munoz. And on Twitter too, it's, uh, or X. Uh, it's Mark underscore Munoz. Oh, it's not. X. Oh, yeah, it's called X now. It's called X. I now. know it's that symbols in X. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's called X now. So, and then I have my uh, my Facebook page. Um, you can look up Mark Anthony Kennery Munoz on there on my Facebook fan page. Um, for some reason, no, not for some reason, but my my personal account is full. Like I can't accept anymore. Yeah, they max those yeah, out. They max those out. So, but I still respond to everybody on my Facebook page. All right, sweet. And one thing too, if you guys don't remember all these, just Google Mark. Put Mark <laughs> Munoz wrestling. Yeah. He will, all his stuff will come up and yeah. everything's kind of linked anyways. Like a website yeah. will have some social media links and That's so right. forth. Everything's kind of intertwined. Yeah, yeah. And so the new thing that I'm doing now is called the wrestling room. And on the wrestling room I have uh people that can access my video library. I have a video library about wrestling for jiu-jitsu, wrestling for MMA, and then wrestling for freestyle and folk style wrestling. I also have uh, private training on there if you want to do some private training. I also have uh, courses, um, like the first six weeks for beginners. I have, um, you know, wrestling for MMA, a course on there, wrestling for jiu-jitsu, a course on there as well. So um, I just keep updating it all the time. So if you're interested, you can go to there too. The Wrestling Room? Yeah, the wrestlingroom.com. Okay, the wrestlingroom.com. Cool, yeah. man. Yeah, cool. Man. Yeah. Exciting stuff. Yeah, it is exciting, so... Yeah. All right, cool, man. Well, thanks again. Yeah, thank you thank for your you. time. I appreciate you, yeah. you know, doing this. Thank you, Kenny. I appreciate you, man. All right, cool.